fire up your Atari, we're talking gaming on this tech edition of Industry Focus. Greetings, fools. I am Sean O'Reilly, joining you here from beautiful Alexandria, Virginia at Full Headquarters, and I am joined by the awesome and one and only Nathan Hamilton. How are you today, sir? I'm good. I'm, I'm glad to be here. We're going to, uh, I know we normally talk about some different tech topics, so. This is possibly the most important topic we could talk about in tech. I know. There are probably a lot of wives at home that don't enjoy this topic, but we're going to talk a little bit more about it, maybe stocks and investing. One, one can only hope. Sure. So, uh, what it, everybody is talking about right now is the fact that Nintendo, who it's actually been amazing to me how basically for my entire adult life this stock has just gotten no love, and it's I don't know Nintendo yeah. just can't make any money. Uh, but the stock shot up from fourteen dollars to twenty two dollars recently. What is going on? Yeah, big jump, huh? <laughs> yeah, essentially Nintendo came out and reversed course on, and some people expected eventually, but. They say that they're going to come out with games for tablets, smartphones, Android, iOS, and Finally. Support. Yep, so you won't have to go buy one of the, uh, the Wii U's that really hasn't been selling at all in the last year or two. So um, it's a big move. I mean, really, that's where some of the gaming is moving to, and Nintendo has been completely hesitant to do so because they've, I guess they've been uh, sheltering their Mario franchise and really wanting to keep the quality there. Do you think they were looking at the Kardashians? And seeing, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know if the Kardashians were a model for what Nintendo. If was I were doing. them, I'd be like, okay, this is just getting silly. They yeah. made like three hundred million dollars off the stupid Kim Kardashian game. We can't let this fly. Yeah, but you know what? That's a good point. So the Kim Kardashian game, you look at it, and what mobile gaming is for the most part, it's free to play. Essentially, sign up, get your free trial. And then they make you know, their money off the upgrades yeah, or whatever. Yeah, charge you off the yeah. upgrades and so forth. Now, what sort of strategy will Nintendo use? You know, will they release Mario? And I will not pay money for turtle shells. I just yeah. won't. <laughs> but that's, a, I mean, it's a good point. If I were to speculate or guess, I can't imagine they would go the free-to-play route. But um, I would rather just pay, you know, $50, $60 for Smash Brothers Brawl yeah. and do it cloud-based. Like, that's what I would prefer. Yeah. And, and the interesting part of it is... A lot of people looked at it, and some have been commenting for some time, like, hey, when's Nintendo going to come on to tablets and, and smartphones? And there's been all sorts of speculation. And the thought has always been, hey, we're just going to port games over our popular games and just make it available for, um, for tablets and for smartphones. But what Nintendo actually commented on specifically is they're saying, we're going to develop games for these operating systems, not just use it as sort of a secondary option, but really putting in focus and say, hey, we've got to develop games that work on these devices. And, you know, I guess uh, they're open to doing so. Right. So this is really, and it speaks to the, the future of gaming. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, the future of gaming, we look at it two ways. You know, you've got mobile and console gaming and so forth. Um, if we look at it with the mobile side of it, you, you have to wonder why Nintendo didn't do this sooner. I would do anything to play the original Mario on yeah. my iPhone. That would be just the coolest. Mario Kart? I, yeah, Mario Kart. I got the um, Super Nintendo. That that game, um, uh, Super Mario World. Mm -hmm. For a Super, I can play that with my eyes closed. Yeah. Like, I played that from age 8 to, I mean, 14. 
constantly. Yeah, like I don't, you know. And you know what? It, it may be a good move to be patient. You know, maybe this has been the plan for some time with Nintendo. Keep them, keep them waiting. Keep yeah, them guessing. It's been Nintendo's had the most popular franchise in gaming history, so you really got to be somewhat protective of it. Make sure you can execute on a different platform because really, if they let people down, it could yeah, be bad. The infrastructure side of it, the design and so forth. You're on a smaller screen. It's really um, a different sort of gaming design, and you want to make sure to to keep those franchises. Investors obviously love, I mean, they bid up yep. Nintendo stock for a reason. Have we seen any analysis or economic thought into how much money Nintendo can make off of this? You know, I've seen some. Well, we know this. Uh, well, we don't so much know it, but we can guess that they probably won't go the free-to-play route, um, probably charge up front. But what the actual unit you know, numbers could be, who knows for sure on that pure speculation. It'd be interesting to see. I wonder how much market cap they added with that jump for 14 to $22. Yeah. Be pretty interesting to see. Hey, uh, I wanted to talk to you real quick while on the subject of gaming. Um, it looks like the Xbox and the PlayStation are finally going to be able to compete legally in China for the first time. Do mm-hmm. you read about all that stuff? Yeah, there's some of the barriers have been broken down over the last, I think, six months or so. There but... are these huge black markets for both systems in China this whole time, though, so... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's really, if you look at it, it's a pretty good or a pretty good tailwind for both consoles. Um, you know, we, we talked earlier about future of gaming and we touched on mobile, but you also have to look at the future of gaming and consoles. Um, there's some people believe, out there that believe, um, you know, maybe the most recent iterations are the last consoles that, say, Microsoft or Sony will produce. It would not surprise me. Yeah, and... You really have to look at it from a technological perspective and just technology in general. In all likelihood, it's going to happen. We're going to have streaming as the main provider of gaming for what we call console gaming now. And the biggest barrier is technology. Are the internet speeds there to support it? Right. Is the infrastructure in place from from the telcos and so forth? Um, That's really the biggest question. At this point, it's very close. Maybe the technology is a little early, but you can definitely see five years down the road that maybe consoles won't be produced anymore. You'll just buy your smart TV. You can stream Halo. You can stream, I guess, Super Mario, any of these games across uh, your smart TV and have it all based in the cloud. And, you know, even like, uh, you know, the latest Halo game, how much hard drive space would that take up if you wanted to download and save like a couple of games so you could play it without the internet? You know, I don't know specifically on, on that, but... When Microsoft announced Windows 10 recently, and they had a press event in January where they played Forza 2 on a streaming service, and you can actually play it through Windows. So you don't need the console. You just play it through Windows. You can hook up your normal um, device controller and stream it through Windows 10. And there were no sort of detectable latencies in the play. Well, the I I have to think that the time is now technologically. How long has I mean I, 10 years ago people were playing Xbox Live, Halo with their headsets? I mean, am I correct me if I'm wrong? Yeah, but the computing power necessary for the games that we've got nowadays has increased tremendously. True, yeah. The environments are nicer, yeah. the size of the environments are bigger. Everything. So you look at what internet speeds need to support got that. Got it. You know, some areas have that infrastructure in place. If they've got 5 gigahertz and, and so forth, can get that quality. But I have to imagine the majority of North America, the world, and, and you know other countries and so forth, 
they don't have that infrastructure in place, and that's that's an impediment to the to it really taking off and barring consoles completely worthless. Very interesting. So, uh, just kind of taking a step back, what's up with Glue Mobile? <laughs> so, Kim Kardashian. Hey, you know we'll talk a little bit about Kim Kardashian and stocks, but uh, Glue Mobile came out. I believe it was either Wednesday evening or Thursday, and announced that there is a deal with Glue Mobile where if you play their game enough, plug away on their game, you'll have a chance to meet Kim Kardashian in person. Sign me up. Yeah. <laughs> but it's really it, it's really interesting because I was looking at the... I would want to ask her one question. Kim, have you played your game? <laughs> <laughs> well, we know she's cashed a pretty big check from it. I don't know if she's played it, but... Um, That's the important thing. Yeah, but before this podcast here, I went on to iTunes to see where the game was ranked on the top grossing list, and it's sitting at 25 currently, and this is on Friday morning, what do we have, the 20th, and the news broke, I believe it was Wednesday night, like I said, Thursday, sometime in that frame, uh, time frame, and the ranking at that point was around 31 to 30 second. So if we look at it in just a day or so, a day and a half, the game has increased its ranking for top grossing on iTunes pretty significantly. So, you know, you have to look at it. Hey, this is driving some revenue for Glue Mobile. Yeah. Um, essentially, maybe it's a good marketing move to, to keep the, the And I understand I've in. got a Katy Perry, Katy Perry game coming. Yep. And, uh, you know, that could be, a, I guess, a, a tailwind for Glue Mobile as well. But it's a volatile stock. It's all over the place. There will be a Katy Perry game, and there will be a Jenner Sisters game coming out in the future for Glue Mobile as well. Where will it end? Well, let's hope it's, it's as successful, at least, as Kim Kardashian. Unbelievable. Yeah. All right, so before we go, you're going to try to stump me with some trivia. Yeah, I figured uh, well, we skipped it last week. I didn't realize we skipped trivia last week. But, Criminal. Um, you know, since we've got a gaming edition, let's make it gaming-related. So the question here is, Super Mario franchise, as we've seen, is the most successful gaming franchise of all time, according to the Guinness Book of World Records. How many units have been sold globally for Super Mario Are we Brothers? talking the physical cartridges that when they don't work, you got to kind of blow on them a little and stuff? Uh, now we're getting specific. Oh, I don't geez. know. <laughs> I grabbed it from the I'm internet, gonna... whatever the internet says. So our options are 100 million, 240 million, 320 million, or 419 million. I'm just going to go high and do 419. Is it yep. 320? No, it's actually 240. Oh, that's million. all? Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. You know, it, it is a pretty significant number, though, And but if you compare it to recent sales for 2014 for, for certain games, you have to wonder if that record is going to stand because the best-selling game by units in 2014 was Call of Duty Modern Warfare, and it sold just over 15 million units. And Nintendo's run rate, if you back it up to 1985 when the game was introduced, is roughly eight million per year. Yeah, I mean that's 30 years to get to 240. Yeah. So yeah. So if Call of Duty or Destiny, which some think can be a pretty big franchise, but if Call of Duty can continue to increase, um, or I guess have a sustainable sort of output of games, certainly could run up there with Mario. Got it. So uh, since this is the Motley Fool and we do try to invest foolishly, I'm going to try to stump you. Um, no, it's just not going to be those. Um, <laughs> of the three major gaming you know, companies, Sony, Microsoft, and uh, uh, Nintendo, are you bullish on any of them? <laughs> what would it take for you to be interested in buying Nintendo? Like, where are these businesses? So you have to look at... Because the I guess... franchise of Nintendo is awesome. It always amazes yeah. me how they don't make money. So... 
I guess when I look at what I like to find in a company or a stock that I invest in, Nintendo's been a little bit slow. They're they're not leading for innovation. You know, I see a lot more out there for companies that are. So um, it's in a tough spot. It's an extremely volatile stock, as we've seen. Um, I would probably shy away from it. It's not a Nathan Hamilton or Motley Fool sort of investing. But um, Glue Mobile is probably the... I guess not, not so much the opposite of it, but it's very much like any of the mobile gaming stocks. Zynga, uh, Google Mobile King as well. They're all over the place. They have one or two games that do pretty well. Shoot up. That's just a numbers game. Yeah. Yeah. And the question there is, can they be sustainable? With the Katy Perry edition and the Jenner sister, you know, maybe they can, but it's still going to be volatile. Then Microsoft, you know, they've got a new CEO coming in, changing things up quite a bit. If I had to pick... Probably Microsoft, Got but I'm, I'm not a Microsoft investor currently. Got it. Okay. Very good. Well, thank you for your insights. Absolutely. Let's go fire up the Atari. Exactly. <laughs> uh, well, that is it for us, fools. Before we go, I wanted to make everybody uh, aware, all of our listeners, that a special offer is currently available for all industry-focused listeners for a subscription to Motley Fool's top-performing stock advisor newsletter. Head over to focus.fool.com to learn more about the special offer. And as always, people on this program may have interest in the stocks they talk about, and The Motley Fool may have formal recommendations for or against these stocks. So don't buy or sell anything based solely on what you hear on this program. That's it for us, fools. Thanks for listening, and fool on. Fool on.